Welcome to another episode of Driving to the Rings with Larry and Inelia. And for you who have been spoiled uh, with no car sounds, sorry. No jigglings, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we're driving. We're driving. To the res. To the res. Yes, we're driving to the res. Uh, we decided to go ahead and record it during our trip because we are running out of time. We have so much to do and we're having like, great <laughs> conversations in the car and they're getting recorded. <laughs> So we had a couple of really fascinating, interesting topics to talk about today. Larry, did you want to start well, explaining? Well, I had hoped to introduce the whole concept of aeolian, aeolian air, air harps. Remember that? <laughs> Aeol, that aeolian, yeah, aeolian. Aeolian air harps. Air yeah. harps. Okay. Yeah, you're using sacred geometries, and you're using uh, octaves that are tuned to 432 whatever that, 432s, for, le, for uh, I think, s one, of the, one, of, one of the notes, I think C is 432 or A is 432. One of those notes is set at 432 <laughs> instead of 440. Isn't it G? That could be G. <laughs> I don't remember. You're We're really good at doing podcasts about stuff that we don't know about. <laughs> yeah. So However, the, the big part of it is. At the 432, he tuned his instrument to 432. It, and him being who? I was looking it up. Uh -huh. It was it was on Dr. Cowan's podcast that I oh, shared. Oh yeah, Dr. Cowan has a podcast. Yeah, he does uh, interesting. He, he's like us. He goes around this planet and all of a sudden he finds this fascinating person and he, he'd like to talk to them. Yeah, it doesn't matter what doesn't they do. It doesn't matter what they do. But yeah. usually they're interested in some way. It complements what he's interested in. In this case, the Aeolian, Aeolian air harps tuned at 432 were emitting a harmonic of the a body harmonic harmonic of a, some kind of a seven oh my gosh it was so complicated <laughs> Obi, Obi oh, come in while I was watching yeah, yeah, it and yeah. he said I just can't. I just can't listen to all that gibber gush anymore. I just gotta hear it. <laughs> and he so, said, <laughs> well, what interested you about it? But I know it's all complicated and technical. Well, what was interesting is I'm reading the, that. reading his book, The Contagious Contagion Myth. Contagious Myth. Contagion Myth. Right. Contagion Myth. And um, what I'm finding fascinating is the whole underlying foundational reality that we are all grown up with, which is that viruses and bacteria and these things are pathogens that cause us to get sick and cleaning cleaning up you know, the environment cleaning up all of the bacteria and the viruses makes will make us healthy and uh, getting rid of the bacteria and the viruses in the water with chlorine and fluoride and whatever else they put in it that's going to keep us from getting sick things like that right mm -hmm. and there's obviously a problem if you're drinking sewage I mean you probably going to get sick but that's because there's Parkinson's in it anyway when you read the, the book it, it uh, opens up a whole new avenue of thought such as what's important is um, cholesterol and animal fats have vitamin A, D and K2 in it 
because your cell walls are made out of fat lipids and the water that's right next to them is structured and that structured water has a I believe a positive charge and the regular structure has a negative charge so your cell wall is made up a little bit of fat and a little bit of structured water and the structured water is a little bit like gel right right it's like a jello and um, your body functions as a, at a vibrational frequency and that frequency like when we were playing with the uh, somatics the, depending on the frequency that's going in it the water gets unstructured or more structured in other words it supports it or it it, dis it dissolves the jello when the jello is dissolved and the fats aren't there then you get sick well you get sick because your body isn't functioning properly mm -hmm. so i mean we don't usually think of how good is my jello today right <laughs> is my jello holding together good and we don't really think about oh this vegetable oil that i'm eating is actually doesn't contribute to my cell walls it, it makes my cells have to be acidic or something like that. So maybe I shouldn't eat that vegetable oil, even though it says vegetable oil, it sounds like a good oil, right? Not to me, it never has. Well, <laughs> if, you're, if, you're Ooh, taught that if you're taught that vegetables are good for you, then you think vegetable oil is good for you. Okay. But well, I thought the vegetables were good for me, but I was never taught that vegetable oil was good for me. That's true. <laughs> well, we we're definitely taught that lard is bad for you. Anyway, yes, as, we, as we look at how our bodies are a symphony of things. We are more viruses and bacteria than we are not, than we are other stuff, right? <laughs> yes. So to keep the viruses out, it would make us, you would die. <laughs> you wouldn't exist. Yeah, and your much. bacteria and your stomach and your skin and your whole body, it's all a living system. Yeah. And it's designed to operate optimally with support, but it will function anyway without support although you know with challenges right i mean we've probably all of us at some point or another had what we wouldn't call a very healthy lifestyle drinking smoking staying up late not sleeping drinking diet soda pop whatever yeah not things that we we even know yeah this is probably not the most supportive thing but it tastes good we're gonna do it anyway or whatever right yeah let's do it anyway <laughs> yeah and you eat vegetable oils and you don't know the difference but your body does at a cellular level but it still compensates because bodies are super adaptable right yes they are very give them a tiny little chance and they'll heal you know right right so as we, as i'm reading that book and uh, being exposed to some of the ideas of the way the systems are put together in another way of looking at them um, things like you go to the doctor and the doctor asks you how much clean structured water you're getting and when you say clean it doesn't mean empty of all life it means full of life and structure and oxygenated and swirled and having the fourth phase of water in it how much of good supportive water are you getting never once has a doctor asked me that no how much um I guess whatever Aeolian air harp. Oh. <laughs> How much frequency are you getting? And what uh, are your frequency like at home? <laughs> what frequencies what are, are you listening to? What frequencies are coming in? Do you have any uh, EMFs? <laughs> are they disordered? Have you checked the uh, frequencies entering your body? <laughs> you know that kind of thing. Yeah. Are you getting enough fat in your diet? Yes. Are, well, what kind of Actually, fat? Is this the kind of fat from yeah. a animal that a lives <laughs> in a happy space? 
with good no, grass? That, no, that, no, or is this one of those it. other kind of fats the animals I get are eating preservatives? Because that fat isn't so good for you. No, 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 it's not. Your body will still use it, but, you know, it's not as supportive as it could be. I mean, questions like that, right? It's not very common, that's for sure. Right, but that's... Um, I think more and more people nowadays are starting to get it, that it's all about frequencies and vibrations. Right, but I never energy. considered jello water. I mean, I didn't here's the reason that, that it water, struck yeah. me. This is what struck me. Okay. Is when I'm reading the book, this is after. after you know, we got that pretty, pretty, pretty um, carafe that swirls the water and it oxygenates it and it structures it. Yes, we got one of those. It has a little magnet drive on the very bottom and has a little ceramic um, fins inside of it and it swirls the water in a vortex and it makes a little whirlpool in it. And the water sits there and it touches the bottom and sucks in a little oxygen. And, you know, it's swirling and swirling and swirling. Moving. And that vortex aligns the atoms in the water. And it's, I mean, it's a science. And if you want to read the physics about it, there is a book. I guess I can put it in the link mm -hmm. that you can read about all of the physics of science and the fourth phase of water and the jello phase and the lined up phase. It's, it's a little bit like ice, but just different. More and this is not information, right? This is not in new information. No, this has been... Of available the data um, for quite a while, 20, 30 years, I think. It's not a new book or a new thought or even a new state of water. It's been around. It's just not very common language, I suppose. Right, yeah. And its importance. So why that I found it to be important? I got the little watercraft. I wanted to experiment with the water because it looked cool. Really, it mostly looked cool. It was pretty. It looked it's cool. Beautiful, yeah. And I like whirlpool so mm -hmm. it was a thing to try it the reasons the structure part of it and all that I mean I was not against it you know <laughs> but I didn't buy it because I need structured water in my life <laughs> I found that to be true later because I right. drank that water for two days and I didn't drink a gallon of it I just had four cups mm -hmm. because I thought it was pretty cool and you the water your coffee too right Right, and the water tasted silky, right? Remember? Yeah, it, it, we did. Um, we did do blind, blind tests. tests with quite a few people. Yes, and everybody detected it. Everybody knew which glass had it. Everyone knew one was different, yeah. and one was. One felt to me. One felt. It, I mean, they tasted the same, but one of them like felt silky, and the other one felt more like rough. And exactly, that's exactly the two states of the water. One's the silky jello. It's not like jello like you're eating jello, mm. but it is structured and jello like. But it's not like you could perceive it as being jello, but you perceive it as silky. Mm -hmm. And the other one is a little bit, what did you say? Rough? Rough, yeah. Right, that's Sharp. the other state. Now, the silky state of the water, the structured state of the water, doesn't have any minerals in it. How does it get rid of the minerals? Because the oxygens and the hydrogens are lined up in a structure. The structure doesn't allow anything else to be there. So where does the minerals go when after they you go put into it in the, the rough water? water. Oh, it's not all silky water. It's some silky so when you make and it silky, some rough. Yeah. When you make it silky in, the, in that little machine we got, not all of it is silky. It just has a lot higher proportion of silky. So where does the minerals go that it went in with? Into the not silky water. I don't understand. The jello water doesn't have minerals in it. The minerals don't have a place to be because they're all, all of the space is taken up by the hydrogen oxygen. So the container has both? Yes. Okay. But it has a higher proportion of structured water 
So the minerals are concentrated stuff. on the non-structured water in the container. Right, exactly. Okay. But at least we get some water, if not the majority of water, which is the good stuff. Well, the whole point is, is that your cells have that, and if they get it and it's already like that, it's less steps for them to do, and it's available for them to um, do whatever they do. So like the cartilage in your knee, the cartilage in your bone is made up of structured water type stuff. Mm. So drinking it, I guess it went right to it because my knee has been like, Injured. I've been crippled. <laughs> mm -hmm. If I walk more than a mile, I'm crippled. If I run, I'm crippled. If I hit my leg on something, I'm crippled. And I've been looking at why would I have this? Why would I cave this? Why would I have this? I've been looking at all the whys of it. I couldn't ever find a real good one that I was happy with. <laughs> but two days of drinking that structured water and my knee is fixed. That's pretty remarkable. Yeah, I didn't get the water to fix my knee, mm -hmm. but I noticed it after two days, all of a sudden my knee stopped hurting. I haven't banged it on anything and gone, ooh, wah, remember that? Oh, all the time, yeah. I'd be crying. Yeah, it went away, and as I, as I had that experience, then I read in a little bit more about the structure part of water. When I read about the structure part of water, I was like, wow, that's pretty interesting. Everybody should know about that. And then I started to read the rest of our book, our Dr. Cohen book about yeah. the contagion. And he talks quite a bit about the water. So it's kind of like I had the experience and then the data followed, you know, the data that yeah. supported why that actually happened. Explained it. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, there's a whole bunch of your body that needs that structured water because your water, your body's, as uh, Dr. Cohen said in his thing, is your water's like 75%, your body's 75% water, right? <laughs> and you cut your body, water doesn't squirt out. Blood does, though. <laughs> Some blood, but not 75% of your body is blood. Oh, that's true, yeah. <laughs> All the water in your body is structured water. Anyway, the air harp is part of what structures water because EMFs and uh, strange frequencies of things disorganized water make it harsh water so your water that should be um, separating yourself from everything else oxygen body oxygen cells blood cells these kind of cells uh -huh. when they're exposed to frequencies outside of what um, they should be I guess or they're used to or just harsh this, frequencies this harmony, I suppose. Yeah, like harmony. out of tune like even nasty metal rock that makes those little ice crystals in the Yamamoto's ice crystals harsh, you know? Mm -hmm. It's that kind of a thing. That if, that affects your body at a physical level. It does, yeah. So having uh, silky water and Aeolian air harp frequencies, harmonics, and good fats, animal fats, mm -hmm. all these things make for your body to be more robust and stronger and more resilient. Even though they are strong and resilient without it, it's like supporting them. It's even better, stronger and healthier. Better, stronger, healthier, and your knee don't hurt either. <laughs> and your knee gets better. What do you think about all that? I really like it and it totally gives evidence um, to the fact that we are all energy frequencies and yeah. vibrations. Yeah. And that's perfect, a perfect example of it. Uh, I was talking to somebody very recently and they were looking at the environment being one with the environment and um, how we can so often, I was explaining that I often become overwhelmed with things and 
It could be one thing, like, oh my gosh, I've got too much to work to do and get over one. And, or, um, there's too much dust in the room. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. But suddenly, it's like the straw that broke the camel's back and I'm overwhelmed. I feel that overwhelmed feeling. Right. And then, what I do is I look around and think, okay, well, what is there here that is too much uh, dissonance to me, personally, that might have added to the stress because overwhelm is just a level of stress. So I look and think, oh, I'm looking at a bunch of clutter. Oh, that's what's causing some of that stress. Oh, and this, the house smells bad. Oh, that's another factor, right? Oh, the noises that I can hear are really sharp and horrible. Oh, that's another one. You know, so there's, they start adding up. And yeah, I've put too much work on my plate for today or you know, I didn't eat the right foods or I ate things I'm allergic to. And then these things are adding up and adding up and adding up. And eventually I get that level of stress that says I'm overwhelmed and I just want to stop or whatever. So it's just too much stress. Mm-hmm. And so all of that, uh, this, the frequency of sound, the frequency that objects create in your environment, the frequency of smell, because, you know, that's another form of <laughs> communication. Totally. Um, and the individual and what you personally like and dislike in life and things, all these affect you and then affect your emotional body, affect your physical body, affect your mental body, because you are part of your environment. So to have that it's like yeah that proves it you know it's like this guy makes these beautiful harps puts them all over his yard calls it a soundscape yep <laughs> and yeah. um gets when in the wind there blows too. yeah he said it never blows the same twice and the harps never sound the same twice and every yeah. time that he's walking in is it's unique you it's unique and he stops mm-hmm. and he said anything that can get him to stop and Come right here, as you would call it, where are you, when are you? In his words, he says, makes me come here now. And when he's here now and he he can enjoy that sound and that bliss and that harmony and that harmonic and just get into, like, get out, get into the zone or get out of his mind into his heart. I mean, he was a pretty cool dude. Yep. Yeah, it's really cool. I think he did also link it, didn't he, with the shape of the heart? Oh yeah, there was something about the shape of the heart that was different though. The, the Aeolian air harps had various geometries attached to them. Some of them were like like a, our portal, two pyramids, one up, one down, base to base. Mm-hmm. And some of them were, um, well, different, different sacred geometries. And the sacred geometry that he was experimenting with latest, the latest one had to do with the human heart. And that's kind of what caught Dr. Cohen's attention because he's wrote a book, Human Heart, Cosmic Heart. Oh yeah, we read that years ago. Right. That was the funniest thing. My dad actually gave it to me. And I I, <laughs> I usually have a hard time reading my books that my dad gives me because <laughs> generally speaking, you know. You don't read the same books. Huh? We don't read the same stuff, but I went ahead and read this one and I got about, I don't know, a page or two into it. I was like, Whoa, holy crap. I remember you said that, yeah. This, this book's amazing. amazing. And you say, what did you think about the book, Brad? <laughs> he says, what book? <laughs> what book? I never read it. He didn't read it. He just gave it to me because I was asking about art books or something. He'd had a heart attack. 
anyway, it was a Dr. Cowan's book, Cosmic Heart book, and uh, it had to do with the heart not being a pump. And that was actually something that uh, this heart fellow was talking about in this seven-chambered heart isn't a, isn't a pump, it was a receiver, not an expressor. I think something like that. Implodes, Imploder, not, not exploder. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, seven muscles and seven equally sized hedrons or something. It had some sacred geometry to it. And yeah, that sacred geometry, good... he, he, he made a good case. If you're curious, I mean, he could do it much more justice than me, obviously. Oh, yeah. And that podcast, yeah. I'm pretty sure we can either put the link in the notes or you can just look for Dr. Cohen's podcast. It's yeah, number 14, I think. <laughs> Dr. Cohen's podcast, man. Number you 14, you'll figure it yeah, out. Aeolian air harps. He, he has video version too, and the video version shows you the harps. Oh, lovely. And shows them playing and the gongs and things like that. But it had to do with the frequency. The heart was geom geometrically emitting to the body was mm -hmm. the frequency that he was putting in his air harp because he mimicked the same geometry yes that's yeah, that that's was the basic point uh -huh. was that harmonic and geometry would support your heart tremendously yes like structured water would the other thing about the physical body elemental is that it is full of these beautiful structures and the things that match together very beautifully in a physical body elemental well, there is a geometry to bodies anyway. Yeah, there is. It totally and the, is. Yeah. And they're unique to bodies too, each mm -hmm. body. I think I remember in altered states finding or seeing all of these geometries that describe the universe and the pieces and the parts and the bits and the bobs in it, you know? Mm -hmm. So instead of a language of words, it was a language of geometry. sacred geometries, geometries, angles, and these odd-looking shapes which were probably fifth dimensional, sixth dimensional, who knows how many dimensional polygonal shapes that were being represented in three dimensional brain, because mm -hmm. my three brain, you only, brain can only conceive in 3D, yeah, right? Yeah, that's right, yeah. So our imagery was in a 3D, but it was represented in a five or a six or a 9D formative geometry that was attached to a sound. And the sound created the geometry. So that's kind of what he was talking about with these harps, is that's what he wanted to be able to create here. I think, yeah, create a resonance with it, right? Right. Create a resonance and emit that and geometry. Music. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. It is pretty, you know, that's the kind of, a, like, open the language to a different conception of reality, right? Totally. And from that conception of reality, some of the things that you observe, you come to a different conclusion. You don't come to the conclusion that a virus got you sick, for example. You <laughs> I come mean, to the conclusion after that reading the data, <laughs> after studying the data, just saying that it's at least like saying, "Oh yeah," and the sun goes around the Earth. You know, it sounds and it is that ridiculous. It really is. Right, but if from your birth, all you've heard and all you've led, been led to understand, all you've been trained is bacteria and viruses are bad for you, yeah. and that makes you sick. And here's the evidence that proves it. It proves what you already believe. Mm -hmm. So that means, of course, the evidence will prove it. But evidence but it hasn't proven. Mean, but yeah, that's exactly, it doesn't but actually mean Nobody that. has actually proven the, the existence of viruses. No, well, no, they've there's proven no there's a thing. There's something. <laughs> and they've proven it exists in some people that are sick, but that doesn't mean that. They have eyes too. <laughs> Do their eyes make them sick? 
Well, do maggots make a dead animal die? Is that why <laughs> they died? I mean, the, they do still call it a theory, so obviously that means it's not a fact, right? Yeah. But when I you have a, a theory people... that's well accepted, they just accept it as fact, fact yeah. a lot of without do any that, test. Yeah. And when you start examining the actual foundation for it, you say, how could that possibly be? That's what we're basing everything on. Because it's such a shallow foundation. Then mm -hmm. you go, everything seems to be built on this little house of cards. Yeah. One thing led to another, led to another. And you know, a hundred years later, here we are. That's how we assume it's to be true, but we never really checked. It is true that people get sick. It is true people get and sick. And it is uh, the point that you made earlier, uh, if people eat poop, they're going to get sick, right? So a level of hygiene and the, the hygiene um, information and education and support that was spread around the world has removed a lot of childhood diseases and deaths and a lot of people have been able to live because they, ha they are in hygienic conditions now that wouldn't have before. So that does work, but also it is to do with saturation, I think. Because right. I think that um, we live in a kind of healthy biome of um, viruses and bacteria and everything. But when something's off in our bodies, or there's something off in our environment, it can grab us, right? It can, it can make us sick. I guess the whole thing needs re-examined, basically. Yeah. The whole thing needs re-examined and when you start re-examining it, it's like you like what we're doing in the Shamachak right now in spring cleaning, even though it's winter. <laughs> yes. Taking everything out, right? And, then and we're only going to put back the things that we actually want there. Yeah, the resonance. So the same thing with the disease and viruses and bacteria and everything else. It's like, let's just throw it all away for a minute. And just look at the evidence. Look at stuff. Yeah. See Look at as many sense. varied opinions and thoughts and experiments as you can tolerate. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to be interested in it. And then only put back, I guess, what you want or mm -hmm. what, what you truth. So if we need structured water and we haven't been getting it because if it goes through a pipe and it goes through right angles and it goes through a treatment plant and it comes out of their treatment plant with chlorine in it, right? Yeah, that's not going to help. And other stuff that kills all of the life in it. It's stagnant and stale. Well, hardly anybody drinks water out of the, the faucet, faucet no, anymore disgusting. anyways. <laughs> How did it go it's from so that's where you get all your water to I wouldn't even dream of drinking that water? How'd that happen? I know. Pretty bad. To make water scarce? <laughs> I guess, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, remember, I remember a time... A bottle of water is more expensive than a, bot a bottle of gas for your car. Did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> So does bottled water have structure? Nope. Nope. I don't think so. Probably not because they didn't do that process. But I'm proud, I imagine there are some structured waters. Yeah, probably, huh? That are structured purpose. But you can just stir it with a spoon, you know? Having good thoughts, maybe singing a song and stir, stir your cup and yep, you structure can do that. it. You can do that. It's not complicated. You don't have to buy a machine. It's just a machine that's really beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it is beautiful and it stirs it way more times than you want it. Yes, it would. Yeah. So, I suppose a lot of people have had miracle cures of, for this reason or that, and you know, attributing it attributing it to something that you did seems to be a normal thing too, right? But I, I didn't get the water and use it as a cure. 
No, you didn't. No. I didn't think about it at all. No. I had no attention on that being attached to the other. Uh-huh. It was after that I, I realized, oh my God, my leg, do- my knee don't hurt no more. <laughs> yes. And then, oh my Jesus, would you believe this? Okay, I have to talk about my experience with first few days of drinking that water. Okay, tell me all about it. I got very, very sick. <laughs> oh my God. Everything was aching and I got really, really sick. Oh my gosh, it was so bad. It was so bad. But then I carried on drinking it because it felt to me that I was, it was more like a... Flushing? Yeah, like the, it's, it's not a, yeah. That was the best way to describe it, like flushing out the bad. Um, to, when you, to make room I, for the I, good? <laughs> it's sense. more like, I think, um, I've, I've learned in the past, I used to play the classical guitar when I was a kid. Right. And many, many other instruments. And um, as an adult, I played the violin. And when you first get the violin or the guitar or whatever, the, it's really badly out of tune, usually. Right. Unless it's a really good one that they've tuned in the factory and it stays tuned, but it's, normally that doesn't happen. It's really badly out of tune, and when you first start tuning it up, it sounds awful. But then once you finish tuning it up, it sounds really, really good. So it felt to me like something, or the water was tuning me. Oh, <laughs> and I it see. was in the be- in between parts where it was really bad, and then eventually it went through, and I probably need more, you know, than you do because I don't know. I, I guess I'm more sensitive to everything. So. Well, when your body is ejecting toxins and you were using that dandelion tea, yes. which is a flushing tea, mm-hmm. oh, it's like, it could, remember? <laughs> I didn't know it was a flushing tea. I was well, drinking it. Well, it's a detox. Yes. I was and drinking it to support detoxing. my liver. That's why, yeah. Right. And your liver needed flushing, detoxing. And Supporting. part of the book, part of what he's talked about is when you do get sick and you have a fever or... Um, whatever. It basically degellos your water, mm-hmm. and that's why you start flushing and it's naughty and all that other stuff uh, is yeah. your, your jelly water coming out oh. to flush the toxins. Oh. So anyway, it, it was what I was saying is is that I drank some of that water and my knee got better, but I hadn't really changed anything else. Mm-hmm. I hadn't been doing anything else. Oh, I was doing other stuff. You were doing right? other stuff yeah. and you drank the I water was... too, but we can't necessarily attribute that to that. <laughs> well, you because can, other but things I change. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying is that the only, literally, the only thing I did different was on those two days water. was drink that water, where you had detox teas and you had a liver and you been yeah, but I was doing that for days. Uh, maybe it accelerated it. Maybe it made it more effective because you're using maybe it made that it water effective. to drink the tea, <laughs> to make the tea with. So maybe it was more effective. Yeah. But yeah, I carried on because when I tested it, I truthed it and it felt that it was still being supportive. It wasn't that it was making me sick and it was gonna, it's a bad thing for me. It really it really felt like it was part of the healing story that I was manifesting. So I carried on drinking it and yeah, I don't feel sick now. It's no pain or anything. So it's, it's good. I like it and it's silky and it makes the teeth it taste really good and it has good fuzzy, energy to it it's really nice cool. my body loves it <laughs> that's funny though you would get sick and i would have a cure. yeah you got the cure <laughs> and i got sick so we need to test 
a thousand people drinking it every day, that's the only water they drink, and a thousand people not drinking it but not knowing that they're not drinking it, and then we can compare results and well, have Well, we already a have test. about eight billion or so, seven billion that don't drink it. Yes, that's true. But well, they think, no, no, you have to have it so that they think they're drinking it. Remember? Well, then we'll have the placebo effect working. Yeah. So we have to, uh, yeah, we have to allow for the placebo effect as well, yes. Well, I don't think we need a scientific experiment. We need people who try it to say, yep, it worked great for me, or nope, you see nothing. But I, that's the thing, I did read the um, comments in the reviews. Uh-huh. A lot of people had effects, and they were all about healing joints and healing owies and healing pains and mm. having a healing story. I was like, healing story? I didn't even read nothing about that in this. It was just about pretty swirly water. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's pretty cool, huh? there are a lot of people having a healing experience, and I guess it makes sense. Yeah, it's, up, it's like, remember when you eat a um, pate? A potato? You call it pate. The potato? Braunschweiger, liver, liverwurst. Oh, pate? Pate, yeah. Oh, pate. And, I mean, I don't really like liver very much at all, zero. And I don't like no, pate, obviously. No, I don't obviously. like liver either. <laughs> and we try to get some in because it's got good vitamins for us. It's good for us, but trying to eat it's terribly hard. Yes. But every now and then, you know your body wants some. And when you have that pate, it seems like you can eat it. And it's like, oh, I got, I need it, I need that. And then at one point or another, your body goes, oh, not- full, done, don't need no more, stop. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's kind of like, the water doesn't feel like you get to that done. It just feels like, hey, somewhere, thank somewhere. you for bringing me some nice water, it's like nice fuel. <laughs> I could really use this. Kind of feels like that. It's pretty good, yeah. I know, a bit gushing about the water. No pun intended. <laughs> Yeah, don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> now we need to have, that was the funniest thing too, is Dr. Cohen's interview with the boy. He said he heard his story, he was listening to him talk about his harp, and he said the first thing he thought when he heard about the cosmic harp part of geometry with it, he's like, how much are they, and when can I get one? <laughs> These ones, I need one. Yeah, I won't I need one of those life. in my life. Yeah, anyway. That's what we've been up to. Plus, yep. we've got new floors. Yep, the shaman shack's getting finished, flooring's finishing. It's very good, it's very nice. Very, very nice. All right, are you complete? No, you no, have another still... topic, remember? I do? Yeah, there were two oh, or three topics. Oh, yeah! So, in the next few days, you're going to see in my store a class called uh, The Power of Sex and Manifestation. Whoa, really? Yes. So in my where? In my store, adineliabenz.com. Go okay. to the store and you're going to get it. But if you are subscribed to my newsletter at adineliabenz.com, we will send you a newsletter when the class is ready to be released and you can buy it. What about on Telegram? Oh, yes, the Telegram, of course. Okay. We're moving out of Facebook and Twitter. No, uh, Facebook and Instagram. And we're using Telegram. And already we have over a thousand people subscribed and we have about 50,000 in Facebook but guess what when we look at the stats on our posts in Facebook we usually get less than 200 people that see that are subscribed to us that see my posts but in telegram we have over a thousand people and 
100% see my posts. 100% so, who want to. Yes, that want to. And already, so already everybody who wants to receive my posts can actually see them and receive them when I post them. What so kind of things do you amazing. post? Uh, lovely pictures with quotes, information, uh, data, links back to my website and some personal thoughts every now and then during the day and uh, lots of hearts and smileys and hellos. I think I remember there being a magic spell. Oh yeah, I did send a magic spell in my newsletter. It was on Telegram too. Yes, put it, but the link was put placed there, right? The, the words, Yes. it was on there. Mm -hmm. Tell yeah, me about that things. magic spell. Um, that was a, that, that's <laughs> impactful. It feels still impactful. Yes, it's very impactful. That's why it's magic. So I do, <laughs> I do warn people, hey, I'm putting a spell on you. Yeah, they know. <laughs> and now you're free. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that newsletter, there was one newsletter that was actually a spell to, for empowerment and freedom and uh, stepping into and embodying the new paradigm. So, yep, it was pretty cool, I think. Pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. I'm working on the workshop for the Instant Manifestation Workshop, and that's going to be released at IBEN's Academy. So if you haven't gone there yet, go and subscribe to the IBEN's Academy newsletter. That's probably going to come out in about a month, a month and a half. And it's going to be a presential workshop you're going to be attending. We will release it uh, on like uh, that you can download and do it yourself, but it's going to be double the price to the group one. So yeah, figure that one out. <laughs> I guess we want you to complete it. That's what interests us, and you're more likely to complete it if you do the class with other people at the Absolutely. same time with other people, and you become connected with these other individuals and do the classes with them. Instead you're of more your... likely to complete the course. The workshop, sorry, it's not a course or a class, it's a workshop. Um, so that's why we're charging less for the workshop than we would charge for the standalone thing that you can just download and do your, on your own. Because we're not lone wolves anymore. We're not lone wolves and what interests us again is that you do it, that you complete it. That's what interests us. So that's why so, we decided to price it that way. Okay, well. <laughs> Some people still prefer to do it on their own, so, you know. Hopefully they will complete it. Well, it reminds me of your, of your pilot. When you have a coach cheering you on. Oh, the bike, yeah. yeah. You totally you do, do it. finish you it. You do it, you totally you finish do. it. When you're being held to And account, when you get high fives from other people. It. It's easier. You do really good. So it makes sense, it makes sense that it would be less. We are part of a collective. And this new class, the new class that I'm releasing in the next few days, this, your sexual power and manifestation. This class talks about that part of it. The part of we are collective species and part of you are being human. It's not just a physical body and a soul, that's the, the physical aspects of it. But part of what makes you human is also the fact that you're a collective, a part of a collective, a collective species, a very highly connected and uh, communicative species and that is really key both in completing your work and also in manifesting so yeah the those are the two things of course you can join me and larry and the lots and lots of cool cool people by joining your tribe joining the club at walkwithmenow.com 
and I get to be part of all these type of things. You have a lot yeah. of lot of lot of things going on. Oh it? yeah. So today I did a live class in Second Life as well uh, with wealth creation, and that's going to be available for downloading um, on Walk with Me now. If you if you join, I'm not actually sure if I'm going to release it publicly. Maybe I'll ask, I'll talk to Ilya about it, see what he thinks. It'd probably be it. interesting for nothing for no other reason than I'm sure there are plenty of people curious about what Second Life class would be even like. I mean, why even do a Second Life class? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's interesting because mm -hmm. it seems more, um, it's like I equate it to like if you went to sleep and you came lucid in your dream, it would be a little bit like being in your Second Life class. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just, a, it'd be like that. It's like a, yeah, a pretty that's good destination. Good, uh, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Lucid dreaming class on your computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, that's cool. that's cool. Thank you for tuning in and hanging out with Larry and me. That was all of the things? Yes, that's it. You had so many irons going, that's all of it? <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Let me see. Let me take them off. Yeah, talk about Aeolian air harps. I mean, that's such a cool word. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Structured water, yes. Yeah. Second life class on wealth creation, mm -hmm. uh, sex and manifesting. Yeah. And that comes from, Can how do we class? find out about it? We find out about it on a newsletter? Yes. And Telegram? Com is going to be there in the store. You can. Yeah, we're going to post it on Telegram. We're going to post it in the newsletter. I have a feeling that might be a class people are interested in. I think so. It's a very interesting class. All right. I'm yeah. looking forward to How it. How to use your sexual energy for manifestation. Okay. Well, I can't uh -huh. think of anything else that I would need to think about. <laughs> I'm pretty much... That's it. <laughs> Focused. I think, you, I think we did it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're complete, honey. Okay. Complete. Yes. I love you, darling. I love you too, honey. <laughs>